If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. all you cool cats and kittens it's carol no it's not welcome to the spooky podcast this is your host michael and stephanie and today wait i thought i was carol no you're stephanie and you know i'm glad you're stephanie i don't want to be married to carol um we're gonna i'm drinking so i'm not drunk but i'm drinking uh, and I think the first thing I want to do before... What we... are you drinking? Hold on. The it's, people want to know. It's it's New Zealand and it tastes like shit. <laughs> New Zealand what? Uh, Starborough. It's cheap wine. Cheap white wine. Yeah. I could have gotten mead, nice mead, but I went for the cheap shit. Um, and I don't drink. Cause it's... This is going to be episode two because Cindy James is going to be episode three. It's coming out next Friday. We decided we're going to do... This is episode two. And one of the first things we're going to talk about before we get started is we're going to talk about our stalkers because we have cyber stalkers. Mm. They love you, by the way. I know. They really do like me. Uh, there's a girl called Sarah Fane. Don't, and please don't, whoever, our listeners, do not harass any of these people. Don't, don't, there's plenty of Sarah Fanes out there. They're lovely people. This is just this one person. We're not even sure that's her real name. I'm not, at least. Well, I have found some other profiles. Yeah, it's true. I have. But what tracked what has been down. going on with uh, this? Well, she started with you first. Yeah, she is convinced that she's married to me. Right. So it started on Twitter, and she messaged you. She sent you DMs because apparently you were following her back, and you didn't even know who she was. No, I didn't know who she was. She was a Robert Pattinson fan, which we know she's crazy because you know. And I think both of us got some new followers around the time when the Snyder Cut came out. So if you guys aren't aware, there's a big Batman, Superman, um, Justice League movie thing that did not come out correctly with the original um, director. And so there's been this huge online campaign for uh, what's called the Snyder Cut to come out. And it finally came out on HBO Max. For the record, I like Zack Snyder and his movies. um, And I'm... Even if I didn't, I would say that because I don't want their, the Snyder Cut people to kill me. But I actually really love uh, Justice League, his version, not the Justice League shit. Right. It's So, anyway, so... <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, there's, there's a whole... If you're not on Twitter a lot, there's a lot of weird stuff that happens and a lot of campaigning of hashtags and... and weird shit. Just a lot... Yeah, a lot of weird things are on Twitter. It's... It's a cesspool, but it can also be delightful at the same time. It's truly funny when the right jerks get their comeuppance, and that's that's a nice thing to see sometimes. So, Sarah Fane is this girl who is cyberstalking me, and she thinks I'm married to her, and she's like a, I think she's like a MAGA Trump's supporter. But she's Christian. And she's Christian. She claims to be Christian. She's Christian. 
but she keeps telling my wife because my wife's been doing promotional material for our podcast and she's been dressing sexy and all this and she keeps telling my wife she can't we're doing this kind of film noir thing and she's like you can't dress like a, you can't wear makeup you can't smoke you can't do any of this and by the way the smoking isn't even real they're stage cigarettes i have asthma and i don't even like using them that that much they're pretty they taste pretty terrible you guys but stephanie does like to smoke she just doesn't want you to know that well i smoked i smoked socially once upon a time and it was now you just vape so and again it's cbd oil yeah it's awful i tried it it's terrible it's rare it's you know i like to use it sometimes for anxiety it's helpful but i i'm not condoning it i I still don't don't smoke anything but crack so it does kind of like make your kidding lungs feel twitchy after a while in my opinion i'm a fitness person Whatever. So he's needling me on the smoking because he knows that I really hate the way it smells. Anyway, I do too. It stinks. <laughs> it's gross. Um, so she had her like girlfriends stalking us. Uh, this other girl named Jenna something, and then Amanda. Another some... uh, yeah, just generic you know hillbilly girls from. <laughs> but they're Oregon. from Oregon, Oregon or Washington. Apparently, Oregon. Oregon has a large infestation of hillbilly girls. <laughs> uh. That's the thing. These states, you know, a lot of people think they're really super blue, but, you know, it's just the cities that might be more left-leaning or super left because it's concentrations of people. But out in the boons, country people tend to be country people in small towns. And I know this because I grew up in a, not a super small town, but I grew up in we a military live, town. We live in a small country town. Well, kind of. It's it's like a it's like a cross because it's a military town. Uh, we do live in a... Mil- there are hillbillies here, though. There are hillbillies here, there are though. Si- there are sister fuckers here. <laughs> There's a lot of people that actually live out here because they they like a kind of slower pace, and they go when they work in the city, which is just like 45 minutes away. So My view of small towns is formed by the X-Files, so I think small towns are evil. I think the X-Files is accurate about the small towns. I wish they had done one about military-based small town. Or did they? But Sarah kept... Rough, rough topic. Sarah kept creating accounts. On Twitter. On Twitter. Over and over on Instagram. And her friends were creating accounts on Twitter. And they were harassing I think our f- mutuals on Twitter. Right, right. <laughs> and they kept saying, Michael is mine. Michael's my husband. Yeah, and here was the funny part. They were saying, they were bragging how uh, she was, the Sarah girl was going to seduce Michael mm-hmm. in the Lord's name. And I thought that was the funniest shit I had ever heard. Like, I was like, did she ever read the Bible? Has she read the vital Bible? You don't, you know. Twilight books aren't the Bible. No, no, covet thy neighbor. I mean, she covets me. <laughs> covet thy neighbor. I, I all the know. women in Arkham Asylum. Covet She's breaking me. a bunch of the commandments of the ten. I'm a stud in Arkham Asylum that the Christians follow. So I don't, I don't know. But then, you know. But wait, there's more. So uh, then, there's her brother shows up, and Stephanie, what is her brother's oh, name? Oh God, oh God, it's a picture of him, and they're posting other pictures of themselves or no wait is that another account okay so it's a picture of him and they look like they're dating hold on there's a picture of him and he's wearing a hat and the hat is one of those uh baseball caps but it's got the mossy oak on it, it always has a mossy oak yeah you know the symbol of america symbol of america if you're not wearing fucking mossy oak you're not a goddamn red-blooded american the symbol of sister fucking if you love Mossy oak. I don't know what to tell you. It's not a great fashion look. I can't stand the pattern. It's hideous. Anyway. If you like our podcast and you're a redneck, you're cool. We, we don't care. I'm sure. I'm sure you're great. If you like, if you like, our, if you like Trump and our podcast, If you like to go and shoot the deers fine. to eat the meats, I don't care. You know, so I'm not shitting on just... If you're QAnon, though, fuck you. Well, yeah. There we go. So. Go fuck yourself, QAnon. <laughs> I'm not shitting on all things country. I'm just shitting on, like, the stupid things country. Yeah. 
like mossy oak wearing pink mossy oak or orange mossy oak or why are we putting this into other colors it's hideous pink mossy oak <laughs> there's pink mossy oak i dated somebody who wore that by the people way people have made prom dresses of mossy oak i dated a girl who wore pink mossy oak and had a cow- pink cowboy hat oh, but so she was like i'm not a redneck that's like the redneck starter pack she first told for me chicks. when we first started dating she told me i dated this one guy and he was like a hick and i dumped him on the first date and i'm like well but you're wearing pink mossy oak yeah that's so, a weird thing what? to watch. So sorry, guys. I, I I got distracted by the mossy oak and imagining this guy, and his name is Tate Fane. <laughs> <laughs> and we're laughing because immediately, if you have gutter minds when like us. When I try us, to say it, it sounds like taint. Right. And I just couldn't stop Tate calling him taint. Tate Fane, which is such an awkward thing. And by the way, if, if there's any nice guys out there named Tate, Tate. Fane. I think the name Tate itself is actually really cute. Yeah. I think that's a this cute name. Wrong. I knew a guy named Tate. Yeah, I like the name. I think it's but a cute... But Fane and Tate, they don't go together. Yeah, it's... it's uh, That N on the end of it makes it sound like you're saying taint. Taint. And I, like, how often was this kid shoved in lockers, by the way? Oh, so he's whoring out a sister yeah, on I Twitter. Yeah, I locker fuel. He, yeah, yeah, I mean, you would... Because I'm, I'm a bully. <laughs> and... I was one of the cool kids in school. Can you guys believe this? Oh. I can't. I, I know I can't either, so... <laughs> I must have been in a really lame school. So, I mean, I guess the way we've been dealing with the bullying and the stalking and stuff like it's that. mocking and laughing. Is mocking them. I honestly think it's been really funny because there will just be times I come home and, and you know, you check the socials and then you're like, what? And there's like 10 She has comments. Michael is mine in her profile. Yeah. Like the, I'm Jesus or something. The latest one had Michael is mine. And we screen cap all this stuff. So we've got receipts. It is funny. I've posted our, all of our friends think we're in mortal danger, right? <laughs> and they're not. These are just idiots from the internet who, I don't know. They've got a fixation. I don't know why this girl has a fixation. She really does. I think she's. Del- I think it's because my wife is fucking hot, but whatever. No. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> um, I know those little kids on Twitter think that too. They're really young too. That's the other thing. They're also very young, young people. Early twenties, I'd say. Early twenties. Yeah. We haven't even gotten to Allison yet. We haven't gotten to Allison yet. Yeah, that one is. Uh... So uh, there was a girl who's a friend of mine who lives in Los Angeles. Who I've known him for about 10 years. An acquaintance, we'll just say. And uh, I told her about the stalkers. And she was laughing and saying how ridiculous they were. Uh, the only problem is she is also a stalker and she has decided she's in love with me and I'm hers. And my wife and I are planning to move to LA uh, in the fall. And she's basically saying, this is our second chance, Michael, this girl, Allison, who I've known for years. And she, she, uh, she just went crazy. She, she sent me a bunch of crazy emails and uh, declared her love for me. They were really manipulative and very gaslighty and strange things to be saying to a married man um you'd have to look at him michael to read those out uh yeah i'm trying to find them actually what i'm gonna do i'm gonna read some characteristics of a stalker you're so far away from the mic i know because i'm drunk uh okay so characteristics of a stalker profile of a stalker Relationship to the victim. Sometimes they are prior intimate partners, but oftentimes the stalker desires a relationship with an acquaintance. This is Allison. 
Right, because Michael and Allison have never even dated. No, I've never kissed her. Uh, obsessed. They constantly talk or think or fantasize about the victim. The fantasies can be love-oriented or angry and vengeful. This sounds like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Sarah Fane. No, oh, all of them. Yeah. Rejected. Many stalkers have a history of failed relationships or trouble communicating with others. I'm pretty sure Sarah Fane has that problem. You don't say. Intelligence. Most stalkers are intelligence. Well, that's not Sarah Fane. I, I don't know if I agree with that last one. I've seen a lot of dumb dumbs who there are, are stalkers. intelligent stalkers. Though they usually have no offense. I'm not. Are these the ones like leaving dead animals in people's mailboxes? These are the people who are very intelligent, and they typically have Asperger's. Oh, okay. And I'm not attacking anybody with autism. Don't send a hate mail. Just saying. I'm probably on the spectrum myself, so. Uh, Intelligence. Most stalkers are intelligent, and they carefully plan their stalking behavior. Most just lack social skills. See, this is is what I was talking about. Motivated. Stalkers can be motivated by thinking that their victims is the only one they can ever love, or they want revenge against someone who hurt them. Common stalker characteristics. Jealousy, manipulation. Allison. (laughs) Uh, Narcissistic. Deceptive, obsessive, and compulsive. Oh, that's true. All of them have been obs- like OCD. Yeah. No, no, no. They, they, they're convinced that they can sexually satisfy you. Yeah, yeah, and you can't. Right. Somehow, I am. I am. This is sound. This is starting to sound like an episode, Doctor. It's so gross, but it's like I, somehow I am remiss in my marital uh, duties. Falls in love <laughs> instantly. Well, I'm her. She's convinced I'm her husband. So that's that's true. <laughs> Socially awkward or uncomfortable. Needs to be in control. Definitely. Uh, depends on others for a sense of self-worth. I, de- yeah, I, I get that. But they really do try to act like they're very confident. Unable to cope with rejection. Yeah, they're not taking no sense for Sense of entitlement. You owe me. You know me, Michael. This is the way Allison talks. You know me. You know I have your interest at heart. Unable to take no for an answer. Well, yeah, I would say so. And does not take responsibility for their own feelings or actions. Clearly not. Never has. Uh, but we we don't understand why people are stalking us, to be honest. I, I don't I don't think I'm not great, so I'm not the stud of the internet. I guess I'm just attractive to crazy people. Not that my wife's crazy, I'm not saying that. So Oh true. I'm not crazy. No, not not yet. Uh, <laughs> I'm fun. Okay. <laughs> so yesterday, I put out a story from my childhood because it relates to this because it's about stalking. And I fucked it up because the audio was terrible. My wife laughed at me. I didn't laugh. So, I just said it was. You were like, it was shitty. It was hard. <laughs> <laughs> it was shitty. I just said. So I'm going to redo it. I couldn't concentrate. And I remembered other things. <laughs> So I'm going to read it off, and I'm going to... And gonna, also, I've heard this story a bunch of times, and I... This is drunk history. Oh. But I'm going to tell you guys something. This is true. Whatever happened, whatever you think happened, this is real. This actually happened. I don't know what happened, but I'm going to recount my memory of it. So, when I was a teenager, there was a family that lived next door to me in my neighborhood. There was a large wooded area that separated our houses. Half of the woods was theirs, half of the woods was ours. And were you owners or renters? Renters. So both sides. And they were they were houses? Mm-hmm. So not a duplex? Not a duplex. Okay, so they're both homes. I lived with my grandparents at the time. 
this is a, one of the reasons I'm doing the podcast, actually. It's the story. Uh, I basically had the neighbors from hell. And no, it wasn't Seraphine. <laughs> the family consisted of the dad, the mother, their son, who was about eight or nine, and their teenage daughter. I remember she had hair the color of midnight. It was like super black. And it was naturally black. It wasn't like box dye black. Was she pretty? She was pretty. I found her attractive, even though she was scary. <laughs> uh, but that's, you know. I believe she was about 17. I would take, and I was around the same age. So don't call me a pervert. I believe she was about 17. I would take rocks around the neighborhood. I would walk my dog. I kept having the sensation I was being watched. I was. My neighbor's daughter was always following me, stalking me on her bicycle. My dog hated her. And you know, when dogs hate somebody, that's always a sign. I am a dick. So I decided to give her a taste of her own medicine. I started videotaping her. I had a VHS cam cam recorder at the time. And for you young people out there who don't know what that is, ask your grandparents. Was it one of those little ones? No, it was a big one. Like big, from the 80s? Big fat one. You had to hold up like, you know, I, I can't. The people listening to this are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, they stream everything, so they don't fucking know. The it fi- was a big You Wait, you hold around a big ass camera? Yes. It wasn't see, like was, the one from American Beauty where he's got that. Smoke. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was one of those little. I was creepy like him, but. It not, was like those cute, that cute one. Yeah. You know, you know the, 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 those. The, the horny frat guys always have, because they're always trying to catch girls like perverts. Yeah, I, I was never a horny frat guy, so, <laughs> you know, I was just horny. Um, the family got really upset about this, and her father, who always dressed like he was in the Victorian era, this is starting to sound like a Jordan Peele movie, uh, confronted my grandmother about me taping them. He said they were never to be filmed on camera. I specifically remember her saying this. He, she said, he said never to film them on camera ever. Hmm. It's kind of weird, right? Well. Maybe he just thought you were being like a pervy dude. Yeah. To his like. Maybe. Dirty. Well, when I looked at the recording, uh, I saw something that really scared the hell out of me. And how many people? It was Did my girl. Did you watch it by yourself when you My grandparents. My girlfriend and her parents, who were like these, who were both teachers. So you guys all watched this at the same time for the first different time times. Ever? I showed oh. it. It was like a thing, you know. There's like a montage. Oh, this person watches it, and this person watches it because <laughs> uh, it's weird. Yeah. So when I looked at the videotape of the recording, I, I saw something really weird, which is that the girl's face was morphing. It morphed. And I'm not making this up. I'm not fucking crazy. This is what I saw. It literally morphed. And it, it she looked dead. She looked like a zombie. Other people saw this. And when I just, you say she looked like a zombie, like, what did she look like? A corpse. Like, what was the skin she, of, I mean, the color of her skin? Gray. Her eyes were black. Like the entire eye? Yeah, which is like the black-eyed children thing. Which so, like, the sclera was black, too? Yeah, it was black. How else did she look? Uh, oh, the other thing that was weird, this is something I was thinking about, is, and again, this is going to sound ridiculous. She had flies swarming around her. That was on the camera? Yeah. But it wasn't, when I was looking through the camera, I didn't see that. It was on the tape. So after you taped it? Yeah. By the way, guys, um, 
my mom used to edit videos for weddings and stuff. My dad was a photographer and we did wedding videography and things like that. And this was in the 80s and 90s. And the only way, I mean, I'm sure there were other ways you could, you could, um, but amateurly to, to put effects on things, there was this thing called dubbing. So you had to have another, um, you had to do it either with another like camcorder or you had to have another uh, VHS player. And you would have to have at least like three because you had to have another tape to then put the new copy on. So you would have the tape playing the original tape that you would use to put it was really fucking awkward it was really hard to try to edit anything like the apps make stuff so dreamy and easy and i still feel like we're an idiot old, trying to do so it. we know this ancient <laughs> right this ancient archaic way yeah, of doing things of doing things so to try to edit a piece of uh, vhs tape as a kid without a fuck ton of equipment very 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 expensive equipment and i know this because like i said this is what my parents did and they had like 10 um vcrs and a, and a bunch of monitors and things to just to make copies of people's weddings and and to put all these effects on them just to make the the, the things that we laugh at uh, that yeah people made in the 80s and 90s but they were really cool back then i mean it it was awesome yeah yeah but the w- average person was not going to have thousands of dollars worth of vhs equipment well i wasn't doing that anyway i was just definitely recording. a 16 or 17 year old kid yeah even a spoiled kid. I was just recording them. <laughs> I was just recording them. So, um, so yeah, the people who even who were hardcore skeptics saw it, and they were they they were they didn't say they're demons or anything. They were just like, I don't know what this is. I don't know. They were freaked out. So I woke up the next morning, and the entire family, the next door neighbors, they were standing outside my bedroom window. Their faces emotionless, dead to the world. They look like pod people. They always stood together as one with their arms at their side like zombies. And they were just staring up at me like this. So was it like a two-floor yeah, house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're underneath your window. This is the 90s when you can get that in, you know, so wait, in different places. Was this in... Wait, wait, wait. So they're, sta- they're underneath your window. Is this in the morning? Yeah. Was in it, the morning? How? Is, like, what time? It's like 8.30. 8.30 in the it morning? It was on a Saturday, I think. They're all just standing out yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. With their creepy, moony faces looking up at you? <sighs> how? Okay, so how many people were there? I, I know you four. said in the beginning. So there's four people. There's the dad, the mom, the teenage daughter, and the, and the nine-year-old. I think he was eight or nine. I don't know. That's... Cr- They're like something from that show Servant. That's so creepy. <laughs> you know the people in Servant, that show? They, they act like that, like the dead, you know, whatever. It's an Apple show. If you've seen it, it's really good. Uh, so at night I start, I started hearing sounds coming from the woods. It sounded like a woman screaming and it would wake me up. Uh, the dogs in the neighborhood would start barking. I think that's actually what woke me up is all the barking from the dogs. And then I would hear the screaming in the night. Uh, there were also strange lights coming from the woods. Uh, one night I could see a fire burning in there. Like which lights? No, like they were like a bonfire. So when you saw strange lights, it was like... Uh, it was flashlights. Okay. Yeah, I think. Or torches. I thought they were going to burn the forest down. It scared the hell out of me. And I actually thought they were going to burn... The forest is going to catch on fire, and then our house was going to catch on fire. I talked to other people in the neighborhood, and they had heard the screams as well, so I knew I wasn't crazy. Um, I'm, not, I'm not schizophrenic, so whatever. I, I actually have a degree in psychology. One day I saw the father uh, shooting a crossbow 
into a tree in the backyard of their house. And I told my grandmother about it, and she casually asked the father in a conversation about it. He denied ever owning a crossbow, and then he accused me of being mentally ill. Unfortunately for him, I had tape of him using the crossbow. Uh, his face morphing into God knows what in the tape. Wait. So again, you, you had recorded another member of this creepy family. The father. Did you want to see if, it was, if his face was going to turn too? And it did. But was that why you recorded them or just because you were suspicious that this guy is, they're up to no good? Well, I wonder, I wanted to record him shooting the crossbow into this tree because it was very like precision. It was like he was, why are you practicing this? So he kept doing it? Yeah. He did it for like three or four days before I started recording. it. In the oh. backyard? Yeah. During the day? Yeah. And you could hear it. It makes a noise when it hits the tree. It's like, quack, quack, well, quack. Yeah, they're fucking crossbows. They're pretty deadly. But this is I'm the, pretty sure there's a city ordinance about firing a deadly weapon in a neighborhood. There is. But here's <laughs> the thing. Our listeners who don't watch the X-Files are not going to get this, but this thing with the they're morphing, it's kind of like a strobing. So it's there there's an X-Files episode with this monster that strobes in and out and it's like a st- his face was strobing it, it on the video. On the video. This also sounds like a Japanese horror because they're big into the videotape stuff. But swear to God, it's true. I'd never seen any of those movies or heard about that this time. Um, It was the 90s. Yeah. If it didn't show up at Blockbuster um, or if you were still lucky to actually have a uh, VHS rental place that was not Blockbuster, those were the best. Well, after I complained about the crossbow, the next day the tree disappeared conveniently. It's like it was never there at all. Did you tell your grandmother about the screaming? Yeah, they didn't. They didn't hear it, but they went to bed early, hmm. and they tended to sleep during the night. Other people had heard it though. They had. Um, I talked to several neighbors about it, and they'd heard it, but they thought it was just. Uh, they thought it was people playing like a Halloween mix, one of those tapes where it's like ah ha, and I'm like, no, it's just not Halloween. So was it fall? <laughs> No, it was, it was July, if I remember correctly. Who plays Halloween noises? And I love Halloween, so, but who plays Halloween noises? I don't know. It's still high summer. It doesn't make any fucking sense. So, uh, the weird screams uh, and lights kept coming from the woods. I had had enough. So I decided to investigate the woods for myself. And while I was in the woods, I heard a voice in my head. It was like a shrieking, oscillating sound. I, I, I will, it sounded like a, what I imagine a demon sounds like, because I don't know if demons are real, but that's what I, and it kept getting louder and louder and like a drum beat in my head. And I was, I was terrified. I ran like hell out of the woods. And again, I do not have schizophrenia. I've never had this experience since then. Never had any voice, hearing voices in my head. Um, of course, when I told my grandparents, they didn't believe me. I mean, it does sound. It sounds ridiculous. It sounds ridiculous. It's, it doesn't make any sense. Why would there be a voice in my head? Like, what? Like, why? Where was I being hexed? I mean, was Sarah Fane in the woods? <laughs> the was Allison Fane. hiding in there? No. <laughs> the taint? Yeah. Was I, getting, was I tainted? Um. <laughs> So my girlfriend at the time, her name was Teresa, 
uh, did believe me. She had seen the tape. In addition, she was visited by a strange man in a black suit. Did she live in the same neighborhood? Yes. Okay. She was visited by a strange man in a black suit who told her to tell me to stay away from the woods or her cat Frosty would end up dead. Now, Frosty is this big, fat, chunky, white cat who's really cool and really, he's like your cat, Mojo. Who was a snowshoe Siamese. And yeah. He was real cute. R.I.P. You know. Uh, sure enough, three days later, uh, her cat was found dead with a broken neck. Uh, and I just realized that I, I guess by not listening to them, I kind of caused the cat's death, which sucks because I did like the cat. And I'm sorry. Uh, neither of us ever heard. But did you actually believe they would do something like that? That anyone? No, could and I, did, I didn't. That's a crazy thing I'm to gonna say be, to somebody. I'm gonna believe. I'm gonna be honest. No offense, Teresa, if you're listening to this, but I kind of didn't believe her when she told me this story because it sounds it sounds like the Men in Black, you know. And it's like this guy. In a Wait, s- but you believe that they were like their heads were turning into dead things and yeah, but it just is. Oh, so now we're dealing with the Men in Black. This is ridiculous. Like this is. But then, like the the dad wear like a weird suit and stuff. I thought it was a cop. Hmm. That's what I thought. I thought the cops because I'm gonna go ahead and tell. It's kind of something I talk about later, but the cops acted like they were on the side of the neighbors. Like they were very dismissive. Like they were just like, "Don't bother the neighbors." They've already they'd filed a complaint against me. Hmm. When I went to file a complaint against them, but that's like typical of cops. They yeah, they were, and they kids. were like, "Don't, I don't want to see any videotape. This is stupid. Like you're embarrassing yourself." They're like, "We want to go harass black people. Like we're not yeah. here for this. <laughs> so, we got black people to beat. Yeah, we got to do more racist stuff. Yeah, we're 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 Nazis. Uh, no offense, to any cops listening to this. We're not. We're just joking. Most of you are not Nazis. <laughs> um." So, yeah, I went to the cops, I complained, and nothing, they didn't, they didn't care. Uh, so I kept hearing the strange sounds out in the bedroom at night. I kept hearing the, seeing the strange lights. So then I decided I was going to go back, I was going to go into the woods, and that's when I found, and this is the part of the story that's going to sound, I know, you're going to laugh, you're going to think this is ridiculous. I found a shallow grave, and it smelled like rotting meat. There was a pentagram drawn on what I assume was animal blood, and I think now looking back on it, it was probably that cat's blood. Oh, God. Yes. I always wondered if it was the cat's blood. Anyway, I started removing the rocks. I'm sorry. It was just like a reaction. I got to see what's in the grave and trying to dig up the grave. Did you know it was a grave? Did you suspect it was a grave? It looked like a grave. I've actually Googled shallow graves and it looks like that like yeah gross i did that for this i can't believe you went back into the woods though well i'm kind of crazy so you know when i gotta know i gotta know and you were like 16 i'm very impulsive you're gonna learn this about me most boys at 16 are kind of impulsive i'm impulsive and i had a kind of molder complex so I, i gotta stick my fingers in the goo um but anyway Back to the grave. Um, yeah, I assumed it was the cat's blood and I started removing rocks. And then the the dad shows up. He's just standing there. And then he says, tells me to get the hell out of his, off his property. And I ran. 
I ran. I don't remember. I just remember running, and then I remember I was in my bedroom. Was he? So was he by the, like the grave? He, yeah. All yeah, of a sudden, I, he just appeared. Yeah, he was there. I looked up, and he was there. And you didn't hear him. He said, "What the hell are you doing?" He didn't make any noise in the woods. No. I mean, there's like sticks and. But stuff I'm in the so woods. focused on this. I think that's. I think he. I probably he was making sounds, but oh. I just. I was so focused on trying to get down to that grave. Um. Yeah, I know. Everybody's like, "What the fuck now?" Um, anyway, so after that, uh, they had a cellar at the back of the house and I had seen it. And for some reason in my head, something kept telling me that there was something in the cellar. So I wanted to know what was in the cellar. Was there any like sounds or noises? Nothing. I just had this feeling. Did it smell? Not particularly, no. Uh, so I snuck onto their property. I was trespassing. And, but uh, technically it's not their property because they're renters. I know, but, it, you know, the cops would say I was trespassing. Uh, it was so long ago, fuck them. Fuck the cops. Uh, I was I was going I was going to get into that cellar. So I was, and then I tried to open it. It's one of those cellars where you open the doors. It's like the cellars like in a, It's got like a trap door. If you've seen the Wizard of Oz, it's like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like that. It looks it's, like that. It's a storm cellar, I think. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I saw their minivan pulling into the driveway from around the corner because I heard a sound. So I ran away and I never opened the cellar. And honestly, to this day, I wished I had. Even if something horrible happened to me because I know there was something in that cellar I needed to see. Uh, so the next thing that happened, and this is kind of the ending to the story, and it's very frustrating because it's not the ending I think you guys want, but it's what happened, is I woke up one morning and the videotape was gone and there appeared to be forced entry into my bedroom. So somebody had snuck in there and stolen the tape. Were you not at home? Had you? It was, I was asleep. So you were in the bedroom? And somebody had snuck in overnight and stolen the tape. So how did you know there was forced entry? Because the window was open. Ew. Yes. And we reported this. To the police. Yeah. And they took the notes. And they didn't care because they're the- do, 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 do. It was gone. Tape was gone. And the same morning I found out the neighbors are gone. Hmm. Could that be a coincidence? Just gone. Just vanished. Never heard from again. Did the cops know the neighbors were gone? Uh... Well, the grave had been dug up. Oh, it's because you went back into there the There was woods. a hole there. All my hard work, all the evidence, poof. Because the tape was pretty damning evidence, I think. Oh, the crossbow. Yeah. And the morphing face. Oh, the weird morphing yeah. faces. That's still hard to wrap my head around, by the way. That's, it's hard for me to wrap my head around. And weird. look, if you think I'm crazy, think I'm crazy. But that's what happened. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm just going to tell you. I do not know what happened. So that's basically the story. I have no idea what happened. I don't know what they were, what they were about. While I am open-minded, I am also innately skeptical. I will say I felt the presence of evil in the woods. And I'm not a religious person. I'm not, I'm not a, you know, I'm not somebody from the conjuring. I don't believe in any of that. I just, I don't know if they're a part of a cult or vampires, or demons, or serial killers, or whatever. I have no answers. I don't know who or what they were. I just know that that was the first time in my young life that I knew what evil was, and I knew 
I felt a presence of evil. It was heavy. It was strong. It, it was, you could feel it. I know Teresa felt it too, because she told me she did. Were other people creeped out by this family? Yes. Nobody, they didn't interact with anybody else. They kept themselves. The, the other thing, and this is something I kind of didn't mention, is the father didn't seem to have a job. It just kind of came and gone. And they, it, they had a, a minivan, but then they had a car. And I know this is going to sound cartoonish, but it kind of looked like a hearse. Like, it's weird. Like, that was the car he normally drove when he would leave. Was it an Maybe old, he was an undertaker. Was I don't it an old-fashioned car? Really old-fashioned. And he dressed like he was from the Victoria. Like a Studebaker old-fashioned? And she, the wife dressed in old dresses, too. Like, out-of-time shit. What about the daughter? How does she dress? Uh, You know, she dressed all in black. So she just looked like a goth kid? Yeah. From the and 90s. the little kid dressed like any other little kid. He was he actually kind of dressed like he was from the 80s. It was weird. I don't know. Like, those kind of shirts kids wore in the 80s, the stripes and... Yeah. I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> what do you think happened? I don't I mean I've definitely we've had weird neighbors but nobody that weird. Yeah. I mean, we had neighbors that tried to shoot our they did shoot at our dog with BB guns and stuff, which is not legal. By the way, where we're currently living at, someone shot through the walls accidentally playing with a gun. Well, supposedly he was cleaning it. And he I, leaves around my in the head chamber. almost got blown off. Wouldn't be the first time I've been close to death. So, and we're not. I, there's photos of this. So, the holes are still here. Yeah, the holes are still here. It's on my Twitter account. <laughs> Go check it out. All right, I think that about wraps it up, Stephanie. What next week? We're talking about Cindy James, who's another victim of stalking and gaslighting. And uh, where, where can we be found at? Oh, that's right. We can be found at the Spookies podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and sometimes TikTok. Uh, and fuck Sarah Fane. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.